okay, so I've talked to you a little bit about your mission before, um, and I've seen your stuff on social media and like some of the podcasts that you and Ben are doing. Um, could you explain to our listeners, listeners what exactly Souls of the Christian Apostolate is? Yeah, so first, Ben, ben is my right-hand man. He's uh, the vice president of Souls of the Christian Apostolate, or SOCA. And our aim is to win interior apostles who go forth to win more interior apostles. There's a lot packaged into that, but the first place to start would be a discussion on the book, The Soul of the Apostolate, which was written by Dom Chotard, a Trappist monk. He was one of the heads of the Trappist religious order on the turn of the century from the 19th to the 20th century, very influential in the church. And this book was written originally for priests that Dom Chotard had seen in great need of an emphasis on an interior life so that their work didn't become sterile and mm -hmm. activist and ultimately lacking Christ in the soul. So that's what this, this book is all about. And that's what we try to embody with, with our work. That's awesome. Yeah. I know like for myself, like being in ministry as well, um, if I'm not praying, if I'm not doing daily mass, if I'm not doing daily holy hour, um, or if I skip some of that, it, I think the burnout rate is high. And I do believe that I'm able to like be as active as I am because of the, the um, prayer life that I've been able to cultivate that flows um, that the action flows from, if that makes sense. Yeah. And if you look at really effective missionaries in the past, they had intense, intense prayer lives. St. Francis Xavier, arguably the second greatest evangelist since mm -hmm. St. Paul himself, was known to stay up all night in prayer wow. and then go out the entire day and work tirelessly for the salvation of souls. And so, yeah, you're right. It really feeds one the other because when you live an interior life, you realize how vital our Lord is in the soul to have the life of grace that God in your soul that we get through our baptism and, and is, uh, reaches its peak in the Eucharist. But to just speak with him, to be with him is critical in order to have the sense of the liveliness of our faith, which then you, you see the necessity of it. And when you look around and you see frankly, so many souls walking in mortal sin and like kind of like zombies dead, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're walking dead in a way, you, your heart just, it can't help but yearn for their salvation. And that's, that's the burning fire that sets the apostle and the missionaries heart uh, to, to do the work tirelessly, like you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into a little bit more about like that fire and what you guys do as far as encountering those people. But I want to hear about like your background and how you actually ended up where you're at, um, as far as like starting this mission, because I just think it's so cool that you like, you're just going after it. And, um, it's yeah. definitely something unique. Um, and there's a need for it, which is good. Um, so you, you've, you've gone after it. And um, I want to know like how you've got to where you're at today. Sure. So I was raised Catholic and I went to public school, kindergarten through 12th grade. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we went to mass on Sundays and I was taught, you know, my basic prayers. We'd pray before dinner 
but I wasn't really lit with a great sense of devotion. I never really grasped the faith on a deep level. And my sense of going to mass was more like a, not just a duty, but it was sort of painful. I always had this sense that it was somewhat childish or insignificant. It lacked a sense of seriousness. Uh, it smelled like diapers. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it, there, I just had this ring in my ear of just sort of like Care Bear, um, like sing song kind of stuff for. Wow, we had know, different experiences of mass <laughs> well, yeah, growing I mean, up. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that that was my experience. Sure. And, and my and religious ed was, you know, all of us sort of looked at it as a, well, it's almost like another class, and we just get to goof around, and it's not very serious. And so I didn't, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it just wasn't a very robust formation, and I didn't have any sense of why it's important. Mm-hmm. That, that's really the bottom line. And so by the time I got into ninth and tenth grade, I'd really fallen in the gutter and and I was not living in a state of grace I was living in mortal sin mm-hmm. and I uh, hit hit a point where I realized I just didn't have real good friends and and I wanted to start seeking the truth and that sent me on a trajectory um, of going on some retreats and, and just trying to clean up my life a bit that's um, cool that you had that in the midst of um in the midst was, of whatever you were caught up in that was distracting you from truth and goodness. But that's amazing. You had that, that desire. Um, I guess it stems from a place of not being satisfied with sin. Well, yeah, I think it's, it was more a, a recognition of, um, of the, 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 rea- the seriousness of the faith. Like either I believe this or I don't either this is true and it's of infinite importance or it's not true. And it, doesn't matter at all. That's what I came to the point to. And so I had to make a decision. Do I believe or not? If I do, mm. then this logically doesn't make sense how I'm living. And, mm. if, and if I don't, then I should just throw it all the way off. I can't teeter-totter. Right. And so I said, no, I, I do believe this. And so I realized I had to start making those decisions. But it was still more along the lines of this is what the truth is. I didn't have the sense of interior devotion. I was even zealous to like I wrote papers in my school article about mm-hmm. like some one about chastity, another about relative uh, against relativism. But it was when I was a senior where I really had what I call my true interior conversion. When I met a priest in Fort Collins, Colorado, who showed me the ropes of the interior life of sacrifice, true devotion, truly discerning my vocation. He, he showed me the Latin mass and true reverence and, and, and doctrine and the depths of our faith and the lives of the saints and so many things that I had started on a trajectory toward without knowing it, which wow. was, I want to live completely for this. This is the infinite truth and, and why, you know, I don't want it watered down. I just want the full thing. And finally, someone had the, the gall to show me what that really was. And um, once I found it, I just latched onto it. I was like a sponge wow. and just soaked it all up. Um, and, and that led to a lot of other things. But so that was, that was the beginning. And when I was a senior in high school, that priest showed me all these things and really led to a true interior conversion. And 
set me on the path that I'm still on today.